0: welcome to the water podcast it's that wong amazing talk for everyone to remember i'm your host matt half white half wong today going in the way back machine wayne's world (laughs) we're going back to the 1900s to my childhood i want to reminisce with you about what it was like growing up in the 90s growing up prior to the internet growing up with the internet but i don't really want to like get into reminiscing about just pop culture if that's what you want there's lots of people that have already done podcasts I've already done fucking YouTube videos about, like, just, you know, Blockbuster and uh fucking malls and arcades and that kind of shit. DuckTales. X-Men, the animated series. I get it. All that was a part of the 90s. But I want to get into... Just how different it was prior to. I mean, does anybody even remember anymore now? Like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy, right? I mean, the world seems so fast, I feel like, today. It feels like there's so much going on, right? There's so many things to watch, so many different devices to uh, to use to listen to things to watch things and there's just so much out there so much content you don't just have movies you have t- and TV shows and music but now you have these things called podcasts now you have vlogs you have shorts you have snaps you have TikToks it's all kinds of shit it's fucking crazy it's really wild I think I think one of the craziest things That if you're, you know, you're born after two, you know, you're born in the last 10 years, probably even the last 20 years, I guess. Something that's wild that you probably, yeah, don't really have a good grasp on or, or don't even have is privacy. I used to have privacy growing up, right? I. Uh, you know, when I went to school when I was a kid, elementary school, junior high, even high school, as I got home, social life ended. I didn't know what anybody else was doing. I didn't know if anybody was hanging out without me. Uh, On a weekend, I never knew if i was miss if if i wasn't invited to a party i never knew any of that kind of stuff you just went home and you shut down you had one phone and maybe you had a friend that you would call and talk to but that wasn't even until maybe junior high and high school otherwise that was it that was the end of your day and then when i got home too you know the the things that i could watch at home were very limited we had two tvs i never really watched tv in the living room because that's what my parents watched tv and they got to control what they wanted to watch I would take the other TV and it had just like basic cable where you, you know, I remember pressing the button in, it had like 13 channels or whatever like this. But for the most part, if you're not catching TV between like three and five on the weekdays and maybe like, I don't know, maybe seven to eight in the morning, I guess. I could vaguely remember there were some cartoons on at that time but otherwise I didn't care to watch any of the other stuff that they had on TV. Why would I? It was all aimed at adults. And like TV is, I mean TV is aimed at TV really is TV really wants you there to watch commercials. <laughs> so you know, so you'd always tell by the commercials of a of a of a program what the program might be about but yeah I never I never really cared to watch too much I mean of course of course flipping through channels and and, you know sitting there and trying to find something I don't know I was raised in a way I guess that I get you know to some extent okay this is this should be fun but really uh, TV and screens didn't play too much of a role in my life. I Didn't really like video games. We always had them, like my dad had Ataris. He had Nintendo. Maybe he got Nintendo for me, even I don't even know. Uh, but it was difficult. <laughs> like, like Nintendo the original was was fucking hard. I remember, you know, I never beat Super Mario. Like, fuck. I'm not beating Super Mario. That shit was tough. And I wasn't going to put in the time to beat it. Like, that didn't seem like a worthy goal to me. Like, what the fuck would I do that for? Play it for a little bit, and if I kept dying, like, whatever. I mean, what really is the reward? Like, even if you beat, you know, any games that I did beat, I mean, it's, you know, so what? You get, like, an end credit scene. (laughs) Like, it's not like, like so fucking what and it was just there to just kind of kill some time and I guess it was I don't know I guess it was cool to see this little fat Italian man running across a castle and hitting bricks with his fist (laughs) picking up a flower and shooting shooting fucking flames I guess that's cool I don't know those games were super difficult like I liked Zelda Zelda was really fun but super hard I never beat Zelda. I even got to Ganon, I think. And I i don't know. Like, I know you had to do something with that silver arrow. I, I couldn't do it, though. I don't know. I was just like, whatever. Video games. Uh, <sighs> video games, man. And then I remember, too, you know, I think maybe this is why I have a sour. Maybe. I don't know. Since I didn't like video games all, all that much. And another thing, you know, another thing too. I mean, those cost money. I mean, what, you know, I don't want to, you know, these are expensive games to be buying a bunch of them. And for what reason? Again, they're not, they're not that great in my opinion. The real fun shit in life was, was playing, running around outside, you know, tumbling, falling, scoring, beating other people assisting having fun like you know this shit was fun i loved, i like soccer i like baseball i like basketball my favorite sport was hockey i grew up in san jose we got the sharks in like 93 fourth grade my best friend moved in behind me and we started uh you know we started playing hockey with nerf uh there were these nerf guns where you like you know you put the little ball in it and you fucking pump the gun you know you shoot the ball out well if you extended it all the way and you flipped it over it kind of acted like a hockey stick and we would do that shit with a ball in his garage and then eventually we got real hockey sticks eventually we got rollerblades and man when we got rollerblades it was on we could skate we could skate almost anywhere. In a you know, fuck. Five mile radius. And that's a you know, this might not seem like much, but five miles is pretty far, like when you're, you know between ten and twelve, ten and fourteen, you know, but we just skate to various schools, get other kids to play, you know. Hockey was a big thing here in San Jose. So we we're always able, you know, we in our neighborhood, literally on my block. There's me and my best friend. We had uh, a, a group of brothers. Another group, you know, there's a there were two other brothers, and then across the street from them were two other brothers, and then there are these two other brothers who were fucking assholes, and they had a cousin. Fuck them! If you're listening, you fucking motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh no anyways. Well no. If you are listening, fuck you. <laughs> no, but anyways, when we <laughs> when we used to play um we used to play hockey. It was best when everybody would play. I I didn't care. Even even the the brothers that we hated they actually had the most money, so they had all the equipment. <laughs> without him we couldn't have a goalie and we didn't have a net so yeah anyways but one of these groups of brothers they had a computer like in 1995 96 95 yeah probably like 95 i remember they wild bro they had a monkey too this was wild (laughs) <laughs> in the backyard they, they had like a cage and they had a monkey and this monkey sometimes would like escape and fucking just climb the, the the big ass tree in their in their front yard and they just that was crazy anyways these kids though uh they had a computer and then they had games on it and like you know their parents were never home and we'd go over there but it was like super lame and i was like okay bro so we're inside like it's nice outside we're in here now with, it's like pitch dark and like what? We're all going to huddle around the computer and watch one person play? Fuck that. We're out. So those kids became kind of hermits. <laughs> and we we just kept playing. We were like, well, fuck that. We're not. And then they never really played with us. And that was lame. Because then we lost two other people, you know, two other bodies. And it was never, you know, and this is something why, you know, I don't like organized sports. I think organized sports to some extent uh, destroys (sighs) it takes the fun out of the fucking game, man. It's cool to teach uh, it's cool to learn skills, right? Learn techniques. All good. But to put so much emphasis on winning is fucking lame. And I'll you know, I don't know the Nordic country. I want to say it's Sweden because I think that country does really. It's either Sweden or Norway. Uh Could it be Finland? Possibly. It's one of these Nordic countries. I saw them on Real Sports and they actually. They made, I think, countrywide. Under 15, I think. 16 or whatever. Youth sports. They don't play. Maybe it's younger. Maybe it's 12. Don't quote me on this, but you know youth sports for sure like under 10 under 12 I don't know to what age but they don't they don't do they don't do scores they don't do you know it's not about winning and it shouldn't be i i don't remember like we kept score because keeping score you know when we played hockey we kept score for sure like that's the fun part of it right but the thing is, you know, with the six kids that we had or the eight kids or if we got 10 kids or whatever, we had different teams all the time. We never like kept the same team and like we never like, you know, oh, wow, we're so much better and this and that or whatever. Like it wasn't that wasn't really, you know, we did that one time and it was actually a lot of fun, kind of like New York, uh, New York Giants, Little Giants style. Or Sandlot style. We 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 played out Sandlot as a kid once, as kids once. This was dope. Uh these groups that you know, my best friend, the group of brothers that we had you know, the the two other brothers, the brothers that I fucking hated, and then the other brothers. We all literally lived on the same block. So we played kids that lived on the other side of our elementary school because they played hockey too. And we all got together once to have like a big game. It was us. It was us against them. Fucking killed them. I knew we were gonna kill them too. I mean, we played all the fucking time. (laughs) We were good. And I remember they kept fucking dragging their feet about like getting this game going and stuff. But we actually got it going one time. It was awesome. It was like a six and they had like eight or something like that. So they like subbed out even like, you know, we did like four on four or five on five or something. It was fucking awesome, but we fucked them up. Surprise, surprise. I was really fucking good at hockey. Okay. Uh, Here's the thing. Here's another reason why I don't like organized sport. And maybe though, to some extent I would have been, (laughs) you know, I'd, I'd be better prepared to have, you know, uh, be a professional athlete as an adult Maybe, but I don't know. I don't think so, really. I think me not, you know, me just playing all the time. Because I mean, literally, we just played. I mean, we 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 didn't, you know, there was no time. We just played, like you know, after school we went home, we got our skates, we went back to the school, and we were playing until the sun went the the sun went down. You know, so during the fall and spring and shit like this, I mean, we're playing fucking. All winter and shit we're playing what three to six you know we're playing like three hours a day so yeah fuck keeping score and uh youth sports and the organization of it all because here's something else you know if you want a kid to not like what they're doing you know they've done studies with this let's say a kid's really good at math right But now let's say you start to reward them and pay them for it. You make that not as fun. Whenever you start to externalize and give them this other reward for it, it it becomes not as fun. They don't like it as much. And then how weird too, right? That like, apparently, you know, that's what capitalism's built on. That external goal, right? You don't do anything because it's just going to make somebody feel better or because... You know what? What good does what good are feelings? Fuck feelings! <laughs> feelings don't make money, right? So you get these people then that you know who who raise up through society by basically you know hating. You know, like because because as a, just a human organism, it's just not as fun. And people don't like to do things because of an external reward. It's better to do things because of intrinsic rewards rather because you're going to get paid for it. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't know what I mean. Maybe I didn't explain that very well. It's possible. Anyways. Screens and privacy and all this bullshit, huh? School ended though too, you know? Did I get into this yet? School just ended. Social life ended. I didn't know what others were doing. I didn't know what I was missing out on. I always thought I was popular. I always felt like I had friends. I had people, you know, I had numbers of of girls I could call and talk to that felt good you know even though they were just my friends but still like you know I had a I had a I had had guy friends I had girlfriends uh I felt like I was popular but I never had a physical number to that popularity which is something I think is weird for anybody growing up today I've had clients that are teenagers in the past, you know, I, I personal train, I train people Person, I personal train people, I train people personally, you know what I'm saying, but, um, man, some of the, some of the shit that that really gets me that I think is just so wild, these teenagers, you know, they know, they know for sure who the most popular kid is because of followers so they can see kids you know on instagram on snapchat on tiktok or whatever and it's like wow this kid has so many followers wow look how many kids this fall you know wow 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 you could see all these different kids all in san jose all in the bay area all in california the fucking whole united states and you could just start fucking what are you gonna do what do you think they're going to do? They're going to compare themselves. It was. Di- I mean, it's not like... School was already difficult. Fitting in was already difficult without social media. It wasn't easy back then. You know, it was kind of cool. You know, I was thinking about this really weird. I wonder what yearbooks are like for kids today. What's the point even? I bet... You know, when I was young, a yearbook, I remember when the yearbook came out and I was like, oh, shit, I wonder if I'm going to be in it. And I wonder, like, you know, of my friends were going to be in it. Like, of course, you have your regular school picture, but also like, wow, like, who's going to make it in like, you know, other just pictures, right? And that was all we got pretty much for the whole year. That's what we got to remember it by. I don't remember anybody bringing fucking cameras, like just a regular camera, like a click picture camera. I can't ever remember somebody bringing something like that to school. Definitely not a guy either, right? Like maybe girls did that, and I was trying to think. Maybe girls took pictures of themselves. I don't think so, though. I don't remember this. But a guy definitely wouldn't. Whereas I was thinking today, day, like a cool guy today, probably like a cool dude. It's probably like a cool sophomore, and San Teresa, and he's probably taking like ten selfies a week. <laughs> that's probably, and you know, that's maybe that's maybe a small amount, right? I never saw myself like that. I, I you know. That's another crazy thing, too, right? Just how much you would get to see of yourself, right? Like a camera and a phone. Fuck. You can see yourself at all kinds of different angles all the time. It's fucking crazy. I don't... Uh, it was already hard enough as it is because... Here's another thing. The influences of the major media was still there. Again, like I said though, I wasn't exposed to it as much because I could only watch it at home, sitting down, inside. Where I really watched a lot of TV was when like I went to my grandparents' house. That's where I watched the most TV, I think. Cause they had a TV, I remember downstairs, I dominated that shit. I didn't know anybody else out there really, so I didn't really play outside a lot. I just, I remember watching a lot of TV and i also know that what i watched influenced me 100% i know it influenced me i remember watching saved by the bell prior to getting into high school and junior high even so i already had an idea of like you know uh these certain social situations and how they might play out Man, I remember when there was a there was a Zach and a Kelly that dated, and they were popular in eighth grade. It was like, what? Oh my God, this is just like Saved by the Bell. It's so crazy. And then, as I got a little older throughout high school, I watched Friends, and I often have thought about this. This is you know, this is you know, my group. It was us. It was three guys, three girls, and we even joked around, like you know. We, you know, amongst the guys, it was like, you know, we all wanted to be Chandler and like, you know, the the girls, I think were more like, you know, willing to be, you know, we had a Phoebe and, you know, it's just, I know for sure what I watched influenced me. I know for sure it did, but again, it was hard to watch things and ma'am. I mean, I have to go back further and I'd have to ask my parents, but I know for sure, like, in the 80s when I was growing up, like, you know, as like a kid, like a baby, toddler, infant, you know, through, through halfway through elementary or whatever, right? Like, uh, I know I wasn't watching, like, you know, like today, you know, parents give their kids fucking YouTube kids or whatever. I don't know, you know, I, I think it's wild, man. We, you know, already as it is, we were watching things and our parents didn't know what it was, right? Like, in elementary school and shit. You know what people will talk about when they talk about the 90s? They'll talk about shows like Ren and Stimpy or The Simpsons and uh, Rocco's Modern Life. And like, whoa, I can't believe we were watching these shows. And it's just like, well, come on, man. You know, the shows they're watching today, it's even crazier. It's way, 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 way crazier today, the shows that they got. About the shows, too. You know, I've often thought there wasn't a whole lot of violent movies or shows that I could watch either, though. Nothing that really could make me go, oh, my God, like, what? I mean imagine a day. You're 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 eleven. And let's say or let's say it was me. I'm at my grandparents' house and now you know, again I have that T V. It's today though, I'm ten. And you know, on that T V they have let's just imagine. They got HBO Max. They got Disney Plus, they got Netflix. They have Apple T V. They have Amazon Prime. I could watch Game of Thrones. I could watch Breaking Bad. I could watch 24. I could watch fucking uh, Too Hot to Handle. What about this F-Boy Island? <laughs> we didn't even have reality shows. And the reality shows we had, real world was like tame. Like the first real world, like man, the craziest fucking thing I could remember seeing. Uh, you know, I, this will. I remember sixth grade, I think, so it's like ninety six, ninety seven. My friend had a uh, black box. The black box gave you HBO, Cinemax, Stars, Encore. <laughs> you got all you you got Disney and ESPN, ESPN2, CNN, you know, uh, FX, all the, you know, you got cable. And you got the pay-per-view channel. There's one pay-per-view channel. You got that. So, summer and uh I remember catching Casino. They were watching Casino and oh my god, I'd never seen this was This shocked me. I remember just like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck? It was so graphic. I had never seen anything like this. The end, spoiler alert, but oh my god, when they, you know, I mean, Joe Pesci and his brother, and they beat them with bats, and throw them in the cornfield, you know, in the ditch, and start burying them as they're still breathing. That shit's imprinted on, like, I know that scene, like, that I remember watching that and just being like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck? It was wild. I couldn't believe it. But now, imagine today. And you know what else is crazy? Get this. You know, when I was young, okay, you want to talk about. I used to have nightmares about ET. ET phone home gave me nightmares for like a long time. et and that's not that crazy looking it's not even supposed to be a scary movie right and i i only say this because again look where the graphics are today look what people are watching and you know what else is very dangerous is not having um if you're not having talks with your your young ones about what it is they're watching or about you know the storylines or the plot lines or about how people interact with each other. All this could be very dangerous if you're not, because then instead what's happening is just subconsciously we're taking in all the inputs, and we are just kind of making our own conclusions about what maybe is normal, what maybe is preferable, how women want to be treated, how men want to be treated, how black and whites interact with each other, how authority and subordinates interact. All of these things are happening and these are themes and plot lines in shows and movies. And when I have kids, I'm looking forward to being able to discuss these themes with them so that they have a richer understanding of the world. Really, these podcasts, I think about for my progenity. I think about these for my kids, and I hope that, wow, they'll be able to... Really, what I talk about on these have helped me in my own life. And... You know, like the the things I talk about with sleep or when I talk about with uh, diet or when I talk about spontaneous healing, all these things. These are things that I live myself and I want my children to know so that they can grasp them earlier. Because get this, you know, here's something, you know, in the 90s, because of, you know, I, I get it. The Internet, the web, think about it. It's kind of like a trap when you think about it internet right a web is something that's spun by a spider to catch its prey right and i get it to some extent the way people use these things it sucks you know they're just stuck they're not even choosing what they want right their phone has just collected whatever it is that they fucking look for to buy right and just or you know Whatever they gravitate towards on their Snap, Insta, IG, Facebook, whatever. It's collecting all that info and then using it against them to just keep giving them the same articles, the same fucking, you know, videos, so that their eyes are fixated on it, right? So it's detrimental, I think. If... But here's another thing. At the same time, my life has been more empowered since the internet, personally. And really, it's a tool, and it depends how you use it, just like all tools. Don't be used by the tool, though, you know? That's what's really dangerous about this one, you know? Don't be used by the tool. Be direct about what it is you want out of it because it will trap you there it knows you like big booty videos and <laughs> it's giving you those over and over again it knows that you like fucking whatever memes you like or it knows all this shit man it knows that you like to fucking spy on your ex-boyfriends or your ex-girlfriends and it's showing them to you over and over it knows all this shit be careful don't be used by it Use it. Use it. And why I said it's empowered me. Because when I was young. Like I didn't even know. What it was to be healthy. And I I was thinking about this earlier. I was like man that's crazy. As much as like my life now. Is based on health. Learning. Growing. Honestly. I have the internet to thank for this the internet really has a lot of things for people to share and the things that I'm interested that people have shared is their knowledge how to be healthier that's that's one of my that's one of my big 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 interests you know prior to uh you know growing up in the 90s i never thought about how food impacted me it wasn't even until you know it wasn't until wrestling once i got in the wrestling room you know when you first start wrestling you're going you know if i didn't know i could do submissions if there was a jiu jitsu school i would have <laughs> wrestling was good for me to get into but i i I really started wrestling because i thought i thought i could start fucking you know i thought i was going to be able to do the sharpshooter on people (laughs) people put people in the boston crab uh choke fuckers choke motherfuckers out but you cannot do that in wrestling and i didn't realize that until after all of the uh all the conditioning i already went through you go through like two, three months of conditioning before you even get on the wrestling mats. And then once you get on the wrestling mats, holy shit. You're <laughs> a wrestling room. Ooh. You turn the heat on. You keep the doors closed. You got like fucking, what, 30, 40 kids in this little room running around fucking wrestling. Well, oh, man, I get you know, I was getting headaches that first week. I remember going to the bathroom, like, needing to throw up. I don't know if I threw up, but I remember just, like, I could not hang in there. Uh, and my coach asked me what I ate, and I thought, what the fuck does that matter? I mean, here I am, 14. I literally, I was just like, what? What does it matter what I ate? I have, like, Reese's and, like, Mountain Dew. Like, <laughs> what do you mean, what I eat? Man, that was crazy. About You know, when I went into eighth grade... They fucking, I remember buying, like you could buy a, like the size of my hand, you could buy a cinnamon roll for 25 cents. I was like, no fucking way. And then like after school, anybody remember an ice tickle? This was like an Otter Pop, but like five of them. (laughs) It was like six of them or seven. It was like huge. I mean, it was like maybe like, what, what is that? Shit. Was it like a foot long? Nah, it couldn't have been. Maybe like eight and 10 inches. It was fucking, and it was fucking, it was big. It was just a big sugary frozen thing, right? That was also a quarter. I had no idea what health was. And I didn't think to myself either that I could figure these things out. I didn't, you know, prior to the internet, you you don't think you could find these things out. You only know what people are telling you and what, You know, who you think you can trust, really, right? I remember when I started thinking about health, even. You know, you you look at the nutrition facts. So, the only thing I could really judge myself on were macros, I guess. Fat, protein, carbs. Maybe a little bit about, um, you know, they put, they put, what, Vitamin A, vitamin C, iron, calcium, maybe, you know, but I didn't know what any of these things did. And for the most part, too, all I ate was processed food. And like, you're only getting nutrition facts on processed food when you think about it, right? You're never getting nutrition facts on an apple. So I wasn't going to like, you know, I didn't even look at these things as like health foods either. I had no idea what they were for. I didn't know it was good to eat fruit. I didn't know it was good to eat vegetables. Isn't that weird? Like, I just... didn't make sense to me. I always thought I I had energy and I was strong. I just figured, whatever. And you're a kid. And the only other thing I judged myself on about being healthy was the physical then every year. Or also, every year I went to the doctor. You know, I had to get a physical every year. But I also went to the doctor probably once a year, too, because I got, like, strep throat all the time. And I had asthma growing up. Do you hear me? I had asthma growing up. I don't have asthma anymore. No fucking asthma issues. I strep throat? I don't even... I haven't had strep throat since high school. Why? 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 How could this, these things possibly be? Well, I ate horribly. I ate horribly and I still, and I still had all that human growth hormone and, and all the shit that kids have, but like the, the diet, you can't, you can't outrun a bad diet. I mean, I had slim fat, you know, I wrestled, so I needed to cut weight. So like my breakfast, sometimes I'd steal a slim fast from my mom. It's garbage. Look what's in the slim fat. These aren't even, these aren't real ingredients, you know? Anyways, I thought that shit was crazy. You know, another crazy thing, too, you know, I thought about in the 90s, you know, I don't ever remember, I don't ever, ever, ever remember anybody using prescription drugs to get high. Like, that wasn't a thing. And for sure, you weren't going to hear anybody rap about it. Like, you know, there's this song, uh, Travis Scott and Drake, Sicko Mode. It's got over, it's got almost two billion views, I think. It's got like 1.5 billion views, right? And why I bring this up, I mean, you know, I want, you know, it's like, what does what Drake? I think at some point it's, uh, I hit the FBO with duffels in my hand. I took half a Zan. I'm out like a light. Out like a light, like that's like the one of the choruses. It's taking half a Zan. There's little Zanny. That's like a guy. <laughs> There's all kinds of song. You know, think about the hills. You ever heard the Weekend? This fucking song. You know, uh, any of these Weekend songs, really. They're wild, man. Like I, I, we just didn't have those same kind of lyrics. Um, about drugs, at least. Like we had our the. The biggest drug song we had, I got five on it, yeah, I'm on it, (laughs) that was like, you know, I mean, I guess, when the chronic, when the, no, that was even the 2000s probably, so yeah, in the 90s, I mean, you had gin and juice, I guess, (laughs) you know, you had songs about alcohol, And, you know, this is why I'm telling you that, like, I was, I know I was influenced by what I saw and what I watched. Because when I started drinking, like, my senior year, senior year, going into college and shit, when I started drinking, what did we drink? Cavassier, past the Cavassier, right? Hennessy, Hennessy makes it, Hennessy's all over the place in in rap videos, right? Um, Hypnotic. I think there was a song about like slurricane or some shit like this, right? So like, you know, these are the things I was, I know I was influenced by what I saw and what I heard. And especially if it was fucking, they were cool. You know what I mean? And so I, man, I feel, I I feel for the kids today. Uh, Another thing about the drugs too, though, like. What's crazy with the internet, I thought about this for kids today. Uh, You could, like, they could be watching other kids getting high and telling them how to get high and literally watching what the effects are of them getting high all in real time, even. Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, when I was young, like, we had, you know you know they're they're telling us marijuana is horrible right marijuana is bad marijuana is bad marijuana is bad all these things about marijuana and it's like you know then what do you do like you know you you trust your parents right you trust adults you know you're you're supposed to and then it's like whoa, wait a minute but these other kids are getting high man you know it's crazy i'm gonna tell you And go to the story real quick you know in seventh grade you know i didn't go to seventh grade I came in to junior high in eighth grade, which fucking was lame. But when I came in, man, like the only people that would accept me were the stoners. And it was crazy. Like the first week of school, there were like kids getting kicked out because like they were caught cutting the last class, the last period and going to the hills. We had hills like uh, over by the junior high I went to and they beat they were getting high. I remember one of my friends, his mom was a lawyer and she'd be gone and I go over to his house after school and he'd get high and we would play video games and I wouldn't get high cause I was scared and he'd be there high and I'd be there with him and like, you know, I don't even know if I got to play the video game again. Like this was like that, you know, this was like that shit. Like I was telling you before and he didn't hang out there long. I don't think cause I, I didn't find that all that fun. But what I'm getting at is I remember because I was the new kid, you know, the the, the, the principal was like um, checking people, checking the stoners for the drugs. And I remember the kids like, you know, they I, – I I remember some of the – I had to hold the drugs for them. They are like, hey, you hold them. They're not going to check you. And I was like, holy shit. And I don't <laughs> – I wasn't strong enough to say no. and These are the only kids that were going to hang out with me. I was like, oh, shit, okay. Uh, Okay. But, yeah, I could have gotten kicked. I could have been expelled that first fucking two weeks. Man, my whole life would have been different. Fucking wild. You know, what I was going to get at with this, though, is I, I could not verify whether or not marijuana was safe for me or not. You know, the big drug, as I was getting into high school... Was ecstasy. And what they were telling us. Was ecstasy puts holes in your head. Shit. Alright well that's scary. I don't know if I want to do this. And again. I don't know how many people were doing it. You know. the, The only way you knew about what other people were doing. Was by word of mouth. You couldn't possibly like. Have made a fake account. To possibly like be like following somebody and like get to know that way or some shit that wasn't possible you had to like have friends that like you know they heard from somebody and now they're telling you don't tell anybody and you go okay but then you tell your closest friend and you tell him not to tell anybody and then you just oh okay let's all hope it never gets back to me (laughs) I can never verify that, you know, I mean, what was I going to do? Go to the library and fucking, uh, do you have any books on ecstasy? (laughs) I couldn't verify that shit, you know? So it's interesting how like more in the unknown I lived in. You know, what else is weird, too, as I'm talking about all this stuff, you know, I think is weird about maybe growing up in the 90s and maybe doesn't happen for kids today. Again, because of the screens, because of all the screens and all the things that they could watch. And because, again, not only has uh, it got more violent, it's gotten way more risque today, right? I don't know if anybody remembers BET after dark or b-e-t uncut and these might not even be from the 90s i don't you know i was watching these um in high school and i don't you know it's funny because earlier i was telling you i didn't want to stay up late but i think yeah i think so it must have been yeah so it must have been in the 2000s i guess because i graduated oh two but like you know as i started getting you know and now here's something else what i wanted to say uh kids in their teen years Okay, okay, I didn't mean to get into this, but um you know, today in San Jose and Santa Clara County, like they've started school later now because they know that that's better for kids. Kids shouldn't be up so early. They should actually be up a little later. And what's wild is that teenagers actually their circadian rhythm is shifted past that of adults in that they want to be up a little later than adults do. And they think that this is just an evolutionary thing because, you know, this was how kids then uh, bonded more with each other, you know, and they had like their own little kind of rebellious time after like the adults and everybody else fell asleep. So I think this I kind of naturally followed as like I was getting into my late teens I wanted to stay up a little later. All I'm getting at though with this BT after dark and uncut, these this shit was on late night and these were like the two risque videos that they couldn't play on like during the day. Things like Pussy Poppin' and Tip Drill and uh <laughs> Man. I don't know. Those are the ones I remember. Those are the big ones. And if you look up Pussy Poppin' by Ludacris, right? It's Ludacris at a, you know, they're, they're at a fucking, they're basically at a strip club. And like, there is a lot of, uh, women in G-strings and thongs and, you know, they're fucking doing the booty clap, right? But, here's the thing. Like, these videos, you know, when you, the, 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 it just wasn't as sharp, right? It wasn't as sharp, um, like the image. So yeah, it's, you know, it's, they're at a strip club and it's, it's grown women with their, their you know, a lot of breasts showing and most of their ass showing. All I'm getting at though is today, look at like, uh, twerk by by city girls and cardi b that shit like I, i'm pretty sure i don't know maybe if you're like if you have i don't know how youtube works enough that like maybe this video gets censored for kids but that shit's just on youtube like again if we fast forwarded or if we you know my 17 year old self would be able to watch that now today on my phone on the way to school like in the past, I had to like stay up late, watch that by myself, and hope that like my mom and my dad didn't walk in because that was gonna be awkward. <laughs> you know, like it's just it's, it's crazy. Like and 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 that video you could go find pussy Poppin' and go watch twerk, and you tell me which one's what more wild, or go watch a fuck any Nicki Minaj video, or uh man. Uh shit. Go watch that sicko mode video. I think you know, any of these Travis Scott videos, he's got a lot of like, you know, ASAP rocky Bro. Like like where we've pushed it to and what we're allowing. What I'm gonna get at with that is that of course, because sex is a theme that is so pervasive in all of the shows, the movies, the music. I think today, kids, I know it actually, kids are thinking about sex way younger and they're seeing images like real, not even just like, you know, I don't think I saw my first pornographic image until like seventh or eighth grade. And it was because, you know, my best friend, his older brother had porn laying about in his room. So, like, I saw, like, a porn magazine. I don't even think I saw a real video until, like, shit. Late high school, maybe. And it wasn't even, and again, it's not like I was, you know, I didn't, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to seek it out because, again, like I didn't watch so much TV and screens that like all that was on my mind was like that. You know, I mean, I think it was on my mind an appropriate amount of time. Like, you know, I saw girls at school and it was on my mind or like, you know, I'd talk, you know, it's like it was at an appropriate time. Like it wasn't like it didn't happen before it needed to. Like when I was in elementary school, I never thought about that shit. I remember my friend actually had a girlfriend like fifth or sixth grade or something like this. And it was just really awkward. It was weird. I mean, it was like, oh, wow. Okay. So now he's not going to basically at at recess and lunch now he has to go hold hands with this girl. He can't play soccer. And then all the other girls that are her friends are going to walk around them and be like, yay, maybe they kissed each other on the cheek or something like this. Maybe. I don't know. Scandalous. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't trying to figure this out. I wasn't trying to know about this. And as far as I knew, nobody else was either, you know. It wasn't like a uh, it wasn't a big deal. Even in junior high, it wasn't really a big deal. I think high school you started hearing more about it. But again, high school time now, like we're actually going through puberty. Like it kind of makes more sense, you know what I mean? Whereas today, you know something else that's wild Uh, I've heard doctors talk about this over the last 20 years uh, you know soy milk and all these alternative milks have become soy products in general have become more prevalent and because of this girls are actually hitting puberty even younger great so they could be sexualized at an even earlier age yay no not cool not fucking cool. What else was different when I was young? You know, I did write some things down, so give me a second here. What else do I want to talk about? Never being tempted to stay up late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movies, the music. You know, it was weird, too. Uh, you know, I thought it was weird is just kind of random something I was thinking about but um how Fox News well not Fox News but just Fox the network like how I was just thinking about how like I got to like them you know like they had a lot of cool shows like in the 90s Simpsons Married with Children I want to say Roseanne maybe like their shows were like more edgy you know I don't know if anybody remembers, they played a, uh, they played an alien interview. You know, they had the X-Files as it was. They played like an alien interview. And I just thought it was weird that like, you know, when I got to, when 9-11 happened and now I'm starting to like, that's like, you know, here I am a senior in high school and now I'm like, wow, I should start like watching news and stuff. I started watching Fox News why not right and then i started watching bill o'reilly a lot isn't that crazy like i was watching bill o'reilly and i liked bill o'reilly i was like wow this guy he always wins his arguments wow he sounds so smart i just think it's crazy that now i recognize guys like him glenn beck rush limbaugh alex jones probably even i don't know if alex jones i think he just rants more But people that have interviews with people and stuff like this, uh, Tucker Carlson, they have mastered the art of controversy. I don't know why I say it like that all the time. (laughs) The art of controversy, right? This was an actual book by Arthur Schopenhauer literally laying out the different ways to win arguments And to identify how people were trying to argue you. Is this an ad hominem? Is this an ad hoc? Is this, you know, all these different ways in which to identify how somebody was trying to basically control or win in a discussion or debate. And all these things went over my, you know, I didn't, now I have a better understanding of them. So I could, I could see that like, oh, shit. This guy's just full of shit. He's just a showman. Wow. But I guess you know. I I just think, damn, it sucks that that I didn't know. You know, I think today we are so bereft of reason in this world. Like I often just think, man, there's like no critical thinking today. And then this goes again, you know, and this goes again to the screens today. Just think about how much the intention span is being diminished and to what. I mean, at least back then you had to like, you know, you were watching a show. You're pretty much locked in for nine to 12 minutes, right? Because you could kind of zone out once it got to commercials, right? So 9-12 minutes, I feel like. And then they hit you with commercials, right? Maybe on movies you get a little longer. What, 15 maybe minutes? Maybe? I don't know. You know, but at least your attention span, you know, is that, right? What's a snap? What's a TikTok video? What's 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 a short on YouTube? You ever see those shorts even on YouTube? You know, I... I had never gotten into this, you know, I have the social media shit but I'm 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 fucking weary of it. And I I always feel so bad. I think that, you know, people that are my friends, I think to them, I think, oh man, they probably think that I'm looking at their stuff and they could see that I'm not. And I don't look at anybody's stuff. I just think it's like, you know, talk to me. I'd love to talk I wanna talk to people. I wanna know about what's going on in their lives. But again, it there's this weird for me, there's this weird feeling of like uh, just it's it, it it oddly feels invasive, even though like I do it, I put stories out, and I guess I want people to watch it. I don't know. Um, so I think that these uh, these apps or whatever you want to call them, they are diminishing our attention span, but at the same time. They're getting us used to like just seeing so much stuff in like a short amount of time, too. And then also, there's this weird, like, oh, I know there's more stuff to watch, (laughs) like, feeling, right? Like, everybody has on their. (laughs) It's weird that I think today it's like everybody has a list of things they want to watch, right? I don't know. It's weird. And I guess back then anyways, like, you would have just watched whatever they showed you on TV, right? Like, cable is a weird thing. Like, you know, you could only watch what, like, they told you is on at this time. Like, that's weird, right? I mean, but I think these things, the presence of so much activity and speaking and images just robs one of thinking, right? Right? if you never have quiet time if you never have time where you can hear your own voice in your head then you're just filling it with somebody else telling you stuff all the time and you know if you remember these practice podcasts that I did like you know a lot of you know you got 50 to 60 thousand thoughts a day 90% of them are the same as yesterday. And your thoughts are merely other things you've heard being played out. Sometimes people get so afraid of their thoughts, you know? We all have intrusive thoughts. How can you not, too? I mean, just think about, like, ugh, come on. Think about all the fear. That's another thing. You know, that's a weird thing, too. Like, I think, uh like, I was afraid of things when I was young. But I think the fear today for kids, even, is, like, way higher. I know it is, actually. I mean, their anxiety levels are way higher. Way There's way more kids medicated, you know. Again, just weird, you know. Prescription drugs. So many prescription drugs today. You know, and we're not, we're not asking why. We're just like, you know, we just trust, we just trust the doctors. We just trust the medical system. Okay, sure. Well, there's no other, you know, we don't recognize these guys as pushers for the pharmaceutical industry. I mean, they literally get kickbacks when they give you, you know, if they get a new drug and, you know, they identify you as somebody to use it, They're oftentimes getting kickbacks from these companies to give you these drugs. Like if, if, if there was research on a plant that had equal to better benefits and it was something that you were missing out of your diet, they're most likely not going to tell you though, because they don't get a kickback from that. And two, because again, doctors are in a weird paradigm in which that's just how this is how it works. They paid paid lots of money to go to school. They need to get that money back. They need to see lots of patients. It's not necessarily, you know, it's just, hey, this is how a lot of clinics are run. This is how they were taught. This is how it happens. And then, too, you know, they could could put their own uh, active amnesia on what it is that they do bad and just assume that what they're doing is always good. Why wouldn't they? Anyways, these are my thoughts on what it was like growing up uh prior to the 2000s you know i guess a lot of it is you know if, if, over and over again it's about for me it's the uh pervasiveness of these screens today and just how much different the world is how much different kids are growing up you know it's crazy too you know think about this you know there's i think a hope that um There was a large hope for the internet, I think. And what I think is really interesting is how cancel culture has arisen. And whenever they tell you whoever it is to blame, you know, like cancel culture, I feel like is blamed on liberals, right? It's like, well, look, they want to cancel everybody when really it's like, well, okay. And granted, sure, maybe it is liberals, but I think, well, no, hold up. That's not what I think. Like what I think is really, it's just the powers that be like authority, authority in general, left or right. They like cult- cancel culture, I think. Cause I think to some extent what that is, is controlling what people have to say and making sure that they don't push the boat. Make sure they don't they don't rock it one way or the other and that they're safe and that they, you know, they just say whatever is accepted acceptable, you know. Or they just don't speak their mind and they just accept whatever is being told to them. Uh, this is an idea that I I'd probably have to flesh out a little more, think about a little more, but... These are my thoughts on growing up prior to the 90s. Prior to the 90s? Nah, prior to the 2000s. You know, something I want to get into, you know, I didn't get into a lot, but I I thought, you know, I kind of got into about the music. Uh, One thing I wanted to mention, though, and I think I'm going to do, like, maybe a whole podcast on how the music was different and just how the music's changed and how this has influenced the generations, right? One thing we had a lot of In the late 90s, mid-90s, probably starting with, like, Jeremy, I guess. Going all the way through to, like, you know, Papa Roach's Last Resort, maybe. Like, you know, you had a lot more songs talking about... Even with Eminem, too, right? Eminem had these songs also. You have a lot of songs talking about suicide, mass shootings. You know, you had more songs, like... There's a lot of angst in the music. And I don't know. Is that reflective of the society or did the society then reflect the music? It's like a chicken or the egg question, I know, but like I'm telling you, like I was influenced. I know I was influenced by what I listened to, by what I saw. And I wonder with this type of music, if I, uh, you know, I don't know. I think that these, <laughs> sound like an old, an old person, <laughs> say that these influence people and that, you know, that, 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 that these things, have, I don't know, I don't know. There's more more to get into. There's questions. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have all the answers. Thanks for being here. Uh you know, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some more podcasts like this because like I have a friend I have a friend. I have a couple friends actually that I wanna maybe talk about uh high school with, you know? They have friends too, or my bad, they have kids that are going through high school, so I kind of want to continue this kind of talk, and just thinking about what life was like, and I don't know, I don't know if, you know, maybe we could recreate that, or I don't know if it's even worth recreating, or if it's just that maybe what I'm doing is identifying how much more difficult it is for kids today, and I think this is something that I will continue to go over because I started again. I started that social media, I start you know that I, there's some social media podcasting or social media podcast that I wanted to do, you know, and it started with that amusing ourselves to death, part one and two. I'm going to get into propaganda again. Again, getting into propaganda by Edward Bernays. Laying out the science behind how to control or influence what people do. This is an actual science. It's going to freak you out when I fucking read to you literally what they say. You're going to go, wow, what? No way. That's that long, amazing talk for everyone to remember. I'm glad you were here. And then I'm still going to get into also... Just you know, and I guess maybe this was like a little intro to it, but like, you know, my own experience with social media and again like thoughts about it. Um all this is kinda interesting. I hope you enjoyed it. Share it with somebody else, give me as many stars as possible. (laughs) I don't know. Anyways. Be love everybody. Be loved. Thanks for being here. Water podcast, Matt, half white, half long.